And good morning. Welcome to this edition of our Home Improvement Show. As you heard, brought to us every week by our friends at Lindus Construction. Let me spell it right away. L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus, good morning. Good to hear from you again. Good to hear from you, Denny. Uh, I have a couple of fun weeks with our, my buddy Luke, uh, I heard. Uh, some, uh, oh, as I don't usual. I can be as smart as him when it comes to decking and everything else that he's doing. Uh, so I hope to... That the standard didn't get raised because I've been gone the last two weeks with that guy uh, doing the radio show. Well, he he does know his stuff, and I I know that you you know that uh, Lindis is very lucky to have this guy. Uh, Andy's talking about Luke Panic. If you uh, missed the show, uh, Luke is the deck and porch specialist at uh, Lindis Construction. Yes, he does know his stuff. I mean, when when somebody and I know you've done a ton of things uh, yourself, but when somebody says, "Yeah, I built my own home," that impresses me a whole bunch. <laughs> to be able to do that, yeah. wow! And and I think Luke can say that uh, a few times over. And now he's just buying houses and remodeling them, and 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 he's doing a really good job. I think he's on his second VRBO or Airbnb, one of those two things, and he's been remodeling this little cabin up on Vermilion. That sounds like it's going really well. Oh, I had no idea that he's doing that. So he's got his hands full. Uh, well, I tell you he what, does. if yeah, he's a uh, you know he's one of those guys that can. Re- working remodeling all day and then come home and still remodel. I, uh, that's, a, that's a rare breed, Denny. That's <laughs> multitask for sure. Well, if you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, by all means, you can call it in or you can text it in. Same number is uh, 651-461-9226. I know we talked about decks. If you missed out on some of the questions for Luke, that's fine. You can uh, bring in uh, your uh, deck questions. Uh, or insulation. I, I, you know what I'd like to do, uh, Andy, if you know possible, is uh, is to uh, have a little primer or primer, if you will, about insulation, because uh, I know you've talked about it on 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 social media. Uh, what about how do we know if we need insulation? What's give us give, talk us through that whole process? You know, um, one of the easiest things most people can do is measure their R value. And if you just, uh, if you know the type of insulation you have, any any search engine you type it into is going to tell you the the proper amount of inches to R value. So it's like uh, around two inches of, of cellulose gets you an R or whatever. There's a, there's a whole chart you can look at there. So you measure insulation, tells you your R value. You want to have an R value of at least 50. A lot of times we're going to an R60 in, a lot, in, in attics, especially if it's going to be an attic that has the proper amount of space in order to do that. Now, that's not the be-all, end-all. Um, if you're looking at your insulation and it looks dirty, chances are that's from excess air movement that's happening through there. That's going to need to be addressed. You know, to be honest with you, Danny, one of the easiest things you can do is have a true professional come out. And we're not the only ones that do this. And, and most, more often than not, it's a free service in the Twin Cities. We're going to come out and we're going to do a heat map analysis. We're going to use infrared imaging. We have cameras that can go into the wall. We, uh, we can hook up a blower door if we need to, so we're going to know exactly what your house does and why it does it and what is the best route to fix it and make it the most comfortable that it possibly can be. And it's a report that's free to the customer. They can do what they want with it. They can choose to do work, or they just know that, that this is something that they might have to address in the future. What's maybe explain further about this heat map analysis and the blower door test and these, what, what kind of tools do you use? How do you use them? What, what goes on? So, like, you know, uh, this time of year, as the, as the temperatures get colder, the pressure in our house changes. So we can usually go around with our, our smoke sticks or our, our electronic sticks that puts out a little uh, vapor. It shows us where the air is moving in a space. 
tells us what, what's happening. And a lot of times we're going to look at your base and we're going to look at the rim. Um, and we're, we're going to look at the, the, the top plate and make sure that the air isn't moving between the walls. A lot of times, you know, the people get those outlet covers, Denny, that, that they put on or they think their windows are leaking. And, and typically that's an attic and a basement problem. And then we're going to use our infrared imaging all around the house and in the attic space and show us any cold spots or hot spots that need to be addressed. How long of a process does that take? If somebody calls Lindis and says, hey, you know, I think I need some insulation. Would you guys come out and, and do your, your testing? Well, generally speaking, what, what, how long of a process is this until you come up with some answer? You know, one to three hours, okay. depending on the size of the house and the difficulty of the job. From the, from the time we start, the time when we're ready to leave, it's, it's anywhere from one to three hours where we're able to show you exactly what's going on in your house and, and leave, you, leave you with that reporting. You know, you and I talk over the years about uh, newer homes built in the last, you know, even five years, ten years, certainly, uh, that the windows are not the best. Have you found as well that uh, when you uh, get a, a customer or client calling you saying, I, I think I need some insulation, this 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 whole thing, this house is not that comfortable, even though it's only like five or six or seven years old. Have you found a lack of insulation even in newer construction? Yeah, you know, um, especially early 2000 built, you know, in those homes that are in that 15 to 20 year range, we had, we had a big boom uh, in in building during during that time. And I just don't know if uh, inspectors were were busy or what. Especially in some of the outer lying uh, areas of the Twin Cities, I, I've gotten into attic study and, and I found three inches of insulation. That's just that it should never have passed inspection. And and when it comes to a lot of those homes built in those areas, they were using for a past inspection. And and when it comes to a lot of those homes built in those areas, they were using builder grade materials. So these are materials that were designed to last that 15 to 20 years. So if you have a house that was built in 2003 to 2010, you might be at the end of the line of uh, the life expectancy of some of your windows. So if you're dealing with a lot of foggy glass, a lot of leaking, frosting up, things of that nature. You might want to address that because things like like that left unchecked. Denny, it's pretty rare that we go into a house and we don't find some type of rotten wood because of the window was leaking when we're doing a window replacement. And you've said it. In fact, it seems like every year at this time we get questions about uh, humidity levels in homes. You know, during during our winter season here in in the the Upper Midwest, what what should that read, generally speaking? You know, a good rule of thumb is when it dips below that 40-degree mark, if you can get your humidity between that 30 and 40%, great. When it gets down, like, below zero, Denny, believe it or not, they recommend it to be in that that 20% range to stop uh, any type of condensation from happening. Now, all houses are a little bit different. Those are just guidelines. So this is something you want to pay attention to on your own home. And and if, if it's uncomfortable for you, you know, maybe you can do it room by room. But for me, I, I set my, my dehumidifier at 30% for the entire winter. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. I'm getting signal here. It's time to take a break. Let's invite our listeners to join in. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, call it in if you want to chat with Andy or uh, send a text if that's easier. It is the same number, 651-461-9226. Again, 651 651- Four six one nine two two six. Keep in mind, turn your clocks back one hour. Fall back as you retire tonight. 
Uh, right now in the Twin Cities, let's see, we we did get a, a new temperature reading. It was 47, now 46 in St. Paul, Minneapolis. Stay with us. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here uh, every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour and have been for years, thanks to our friends at Linda's Construction, answering your questions either by phone or by text. And again, it's the same number. It is newer if you uh, haven't joined us for a while. 651-461-9226. Well, 651-461-9226. Uh, you can call in your question or you can send, uh, like some folks are doing, uh, a text to Andy Lindis. Any kind of a home improvement question that's on your mind this morning, you can uh, send us. Uh, let's see. Here is one. I would like to replace my blown air heating with a radiant heating system. Is this practical is the first question. Uh, I have a 1950s Rambler, 1,100 square feet with unfinished basement. By the way, the texture says, I don't care about air conditioning. So what do you think? Uh, when a forced air or a, a radiant heater? I don't know why he would it. want to do that unless he's talking about putting in like an in-floor heat system. Um, yeah. But it's going to be that's tough to do with uh, an already. I mean, you can do it with with existing construction, but it's usually a new construction thing. I see a lot more of those electric mats get used for floor heating on existing construction than. In the radiant heat, the infrared heat with the with the the wears bowl and the and the water. Um, if he's just talking about putting up radiators, I don't. I, I I really don't know the reasoning behind that. Outside of maybe it's a it's too does it, the the forced air heat's too dry for him or it bothers him. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's a doable thing, but I'm not sure it would be the most economical home improvement to accomplish. Now, you've told us in the past that you have, and I'm not sure what room, it's a bathroom, it's the basement. But you, you have uh, f- uh, in-floor heating, do you not? I mean, besides you. Yeah, your I, have, I, have, I have both. I have both the electric in-floor heat and, and then the, 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 the type of in-floor heat that, that is radiant where you, where you put in all the water lines. And, and that heats my entire garage, and it's very economical. And it actually, that same system I uh, used uh, to make any type of uh, hot water that we're using in that area. And then in the bathroom areas, we put additional, uh, those, it was $200 in materials, then you for those electric masks to put them in. And, and you can set it on a timer for, so, you know, going to the bathroom from, from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the morning, it's, it's set at 75 degrees. Boy, it sounds nice. Uh, and you're saying it's pretty efficient, though, too. Very, very, yeah. My my energy bills are are very manageable for for what we're doing. All right. Thank you for that text again. Six five one nine eight is six five one four six one nine two two six four six one nine two two six. Some people remember it as six five one four six one WCCO. If uh, that helps. All right. Let's see. Here is another text that says that they have a rock foundation basement where the dehumidifier is. How do we know what we should set? Oh, here's another question. Set the dehumidifier for when it's naturally going to be more humid in the basement versus the house. Hmm. Well, that's where um, that's why I, I keep my dehumidification unit in the basement as well. I have uh, the Santa Fe model, and it uh, does a good job. And like I said, I, I keep it at 30%. 
so I know that uh, some areas of the house are going to be a little bit drier than that, but uh, the, the maximum moisture I want in any given point in my house is going to be 30%. I feel pretty safe that way. When it gets down below zero, I'm not going to be dealing up with any frost or condensation between the walls. It's the stuff that you don't see that can really kick you in the gut, Denny. Um, that, that, that moisture that gets in the walls or in the attic space or any type of frost up eventually can lead to wood rot, mold, and, and, and once you get into st- stuff like that, it's uh, I deal with a little bit of uncomfortable dryness to not have to deal with uh, mold and, and, and rotten wood issues. This texture has uh, newer windows. They don't say how new, but over the winter they can still get condensation. Is that normal? No, not necessarily. Um, not all windows are created equal. So the colder the surface is on the inside, the easier it is going to be to condensate. One of the things that you need to check, though, is if, if your humidity level, and again, any hardware store or box store, it's 10 to $15. You can order it online as well and have it delivered right to your house, a humidistat. Put it in the house that your windows are the area, the windows are frosting up. Chances are you're going to see humidity in that 50%, 60% range. If that's the case, you need to lower your humidity and then see if that happens. Having said that, if it's a bad window, it can frost up when you got 30, 20, 20 to 30% humidity. If, uh, but if it's if you got humidity levels in that 50, 60% range, then then I, I wouldn't blame the window. I'd blame the, the humidity that's happening. I go into a lot of places. People don't have their April air, airs, April air systems set the proper way. They don't change them for the winter. And those are the houses that we see with a lot of frost-up issues. What's the process uh, with that? What should you change it to? Just change the level of humidity period with uh, with that unit? Yeah. Yep. yep. You know, that's bringing in the fresh air. So you have to run that in conjunction with the dehumidification system. Just make sure, again, if you, if you can get your humidity level around that 30%, Denny, you're going to be okay. All right. Let's grab a phone call. Dan is calling in from Osceola, Wisconsin, I believe, uh, this morning. Dan, thank you. What is your question for Andy Lindis? Good morning, gentlemen. I uh, have a question. We want to put a four-season porch up at our lake house, and the the deck that it's on now has got a low clearance. What would I use when I want to insulate the the joist between for the floor? What would be a good insulation for our value and to keep the critters out? Um. You know, I would, uh, depending on what, what your clearance is there, but uh, the spray foam on the floor area is going to be, I think, your best bet. It's going to keep uh, that, that warm, keep the critters out. It's going to seal up everything, and and uh, you're going to get the proper R value. It's uh, one of the things that gets overlooked on porches a lot is insulating that floor. All right, very good. Uh, okay, I'm getting a signal here. We need to take a break. In fact, we're going to have a look at that forecast I think your crews are going to be pretty happy this weekend with highs around 65 or so. Yeah, and for the next few days. All right, hang on, Andy. Uh, If you have a home improvement question, don't wait. You can call it in or text it in. We have just about a half hour less of the show to go. Here is the number for phone or text, 651-461-9226. And we're going to have a look at that forecast. I can tell you right now, skies are fair in the Twin Cities, our temperature reading 46. Stay with us here on News Talk 830 WCCO.
Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. If you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy Lindis, by all means, uh, bring it either by phone or by text. It is the same number, 651-461-9226. Andy, I think uh, Carrie in St. Paul has been hanging on the line to ask you a question this morning, I hope. Uh, Carrie, go ahead with your question, please, for Andy. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Actually, Lindis is coming out to my house on Monday bright and early to replace a porch, but I have an attic space in the home that I just moved to last fall that has no insulation. Um, I'm going to be talking to one of your um, representatives on Tuesday about re-roofing, but I have no no insulation in the attic, so where do I go? Is is that going to be really costly, and do you do blow-in insulation? Yep, yep. So if someone's going to be taking a look at your roofing, Believe it or not, uh, we always want to look at your insulation and in your ventilation when we do that as well, because it all works as a system. And if you don't have the proper insulation and ventilation, you can cut down to the lifeline or the lifespan of the roof by half. So you got to put a 50-year roof on, and now it only lasts 20 years, and that that's that can get pretty upsetting. So we want to look at everything. We'll be able to tell you exactly what's going on, what we can do, and what the best route is to take when we take a look at your roof on Tuesday and. And we have blown-in insulation, both cellulose and uh, fiberglass, and then we do uh, closed-cell um, spray foam insulation as well. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, Carrie, you're in good hands for sure, and all of the above. So uh, have some fun with that, good folks. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have Thanks textures. Thanks for getting the porch done, Denny. That's a, that's a fun project to get done this fall. She's going to be able to enjoy it all next year. That That's true. If, and you're anything like me. You know, like those January days that get in the 40s, you can uh, get out in those little four-season porches and maybe crack a window. You know, 40 feels a lot better when you, you're coming from below zero than going from 60. <laughs> that's so true. As some people say, uh-huh. our blood gets thicker. I don't know if that's true or mm-hmm. not. Uh, what about uh, gutters? Uh, can you? The texter says, given the better weather, it, what what other jobs can be done? They're, they mentioned specifically gutters. Certainly gutters can be done. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to install gutters uh, for, for the foreseeable future. The only thing that really stops in gutters is when things get uh, too snowy or too iced up. It can get dangerous to install them, both for the installers and dangerous from removing the gutters and wrecking other parts of the house. Now, if that ice is attached to roofing or anything else as you're removing it, you can you can damage it. So you got to be really careful about that. But right now, those are, are nowhere siding. We're doing a lot of a lot of decking that we're still doing, a lot of our interior modeling that we're still doing. Asphalt roofing is starting to slow down a little bit. You know, we want to see good, you know, foreseeable 40-degree weather days. Over the next couple of weeks, I have a feeling that those are going to become uh, far, <laughs> rarer and rarer instances. So if uh, mid, mid-November is usually the longest we get into asphalt roofing. But almost everything else we can get throughout the winter. There's always those few polar vortex days we can't do much of anything. But for the most part, we can install, uh, with some extra steps sometimes, install most everything throughout the winter. I'm not familiar with this uh, brand, uh, even what it is. But uh, a texter wants to know what you think of Venmar units. I don't even know what that is. Do you have any idea? No. No, I would have to research that, to be honest with you, a Venmar unit. Yeah. I'm not sure. So we can we can we can do. We'll put our, our research staff on on that and uh, and see if we can't come up with uh, something. Um, 
you, know, you you and I have talked over the years, and you brought it to my attention years ago. And, and speaking of insulation, you said, "Yeah, that's very important." But you know what else is really important is ventilation. Why is vent? Why does ventilation play such a big role in uh, in in the whole insulation ratio there? Because if you, if you don't get rid of the, the 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 warm air in a proper way, then that that warm air is going to create damage somewhere. Whether it's condensation, ice dams, uh, mold issues, so you, you need to have a properly vented space. And this is where a lot of times people cut corners on their soffit venting, your intake vents, or they don't have a proper amount of roof venting in, or they they you know the the unintended consequences that that we see that because people try more roof vents or the wrong types of roof vents, and then this stuff ends up working against each other. Sometimes people just go up and just add insulation, Denny. And all they did was lower the dew point. They made the surface colder, so it's easier for the warm air that's coming through there to actually frost up. So there's there's a lot of things that go into your attic space, and, and inches of insulation is usually third or fourth on the list of my worries. All right, our researchers came up with vent. It's an uh, air exchanger. Air exchanger. Yes. So it's an air exchange system, heat recovery system. It looks like they do – they make a couple of different products as well. Um, you know, those heat recovery systems can can be good. The air exchangers are needed on a lot of these houses, again, but, but, but being able to adjust and set your air exchangers and the April air systems in the proper way for the temperature that it is outside and, and knowing how a home is supposed to work. It's usually something that you should get educated on. It's something that you're looking at on a regular basis. It's not a set it and forget it for 10 years type thing. This is something that you should be looking at and making sure that it's working properly. Okay. All right. This is interesting to me anyway. I says, I, I have a whole house ventilation unit. When running, should air flow out of the cold air returns? Hmm. Not necessarily. Huh. Again, these systems are, are are custom set up, and I'm not an HVAC person by any stretch right. of the imagination. I know enough to be dangerous, Denny, and I know <laughs> enough to uh, get myself into trouble working on my own stuff. But I, uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff, um, you know, and and you, and you can when you when you're dealing with your how your house ventilates, how your house heats. One of the reasons why you get professionals involved in this, Denny, is because of anytime you're dealing with combusted gas and you're, you're touching the ventilation of a house or how a house works, there's that, that risk that you can, you can bring those gases into the home. And, 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 and you can speak from experience that, Denny, that, that's a scary thing. It's, it's a, you can, it can go from bad to worse in a hurry. And you can get into the danger zone, and you, you might not even know that that stuff's going on. But it, uh, if 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 you get that carbon monoxide coming through your through your home, Denny, it's a it's a bad deal. So anytime you're doing these things, always a good ch- time to check your carbon monoxide detectors and your smoke detectors. And that's why it's code. And anytime you're touching windows or ventilation or HVAC, all of those rooms you have to be be you have to have those CO t- detectors in there and the smoke detectors in there. So it's 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 a good idea. Anytime you're doing that, double check those things. Be on the safe side. No, that's a good point. And many people uh, who maybe don't have hardwired like smoke detectors and CO detectors, uh, since tonight is the turn turn back our clocks one hour, a lot of folks use that 
uh, to also put in new batteries in those existing mm-hmm. uh, devices. So we that's a that's a good point. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a argument here, uh, but this uh, a, a wife sent a text that she wants her husband to hear. If you would repeat the dehumidifier settings, she said our house is almost 112 years old, old basement, and we use it uh, in winter for plants, and they worry about the mold. So again, what would you suggest? And I know you haven't been to this house, but what would you uh, tell uh, that husband to keep the humidif- humidity level at what? Around 30%. And okay. if you're to look it up online, humidity level to temperature outside, I think it's the U of M had a really good chart last I looked that, that, that gives you the, like a good rule of thumb. This is the, where you should start. This is the standard to, to keep your house from condensating or getting mold. All right. Here's our phone number. It's also our text number, if that's easier. 651-461-9226. And this question we get, uh, I don't know how many times a year, for so many years, and I don't know if we've come up, uh, unless you want to put new LP smart side on, uh, and I'll just read this. We have cedar siding on a house built in 1984. We have problems with woodpeckers making big holes particularly on the southeast side of the house on the second story. We're going to have to replace some siding and corner trim. What can we do to prevent further damage? Have you ever come up with another outside of a whole new siding that doesn't have maybe some critters in in there that the birds love? Yeah, no, not really. All of those those gadgets that, that people hang on the side of their house, they work for a little while, um, but eventually birds get used to them, it seems like. Like the, you know, you see the CDs hanging from from, yeah. from the, the soffits or the, the electric owl that drops out of the soffit when motion, it detects motion or anything like that. It just doesn't seem to keep them away forever. Uh, so maybe it could be a couple of bad boards that had some, some insects in it or moisture issues. So that that's why they're going after it. But uh, making sure your house is properly maintained and sealed up. Helps a little bit, but uh, when you look at LP smart side or any type of our steel siding, that's one of the things that uh, you don't ever have to deal with woodpeckers again, for sure. So that's my next question. I think you've brought that up in the past, so certainly steel siding. But with, with LP, you don't have that issue, you're saying? No, no. I have not have not uh, experienced a woodpecker issue with any of our LP products as of yet. And that's been a decade into it now. All right. I tell you what, let's take a quick break. Invite our listeners to join in before the show's over. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, call it in or text it in. We welcome yours at 651-461-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show presented by Linda's Construction. We're around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. In fact, next hour, uh, after we let Andy go, we're going to be bringing in Dr. Jean Geske, who is a local veterinarian, and she's been on CCO in years past. She's going to dedicate this whole next hour to answering your pet questions. So keep those in mind. That's next hour. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Hi, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction, answering your uh, home improvement questions. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. You want to get in touch with those good folks. I haven't mentioned that uh, phone number yet, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Easiest number to remember, 
for whatever you need to get done. Uh, and we have uh, a phone number. We also have a text number. It happens to be the same number. So any kind of a question, you can shoot it either by phone or by text at 651-461-9226. Andy, let's go back to the phones. I think Terry's calling in from Mankato this morning. Terry, thanks for waiting. You are on with Andy Lindis. Well, thank you very much. And I, I, God dang, I love this show. Um, Anyway, I got an old house. Well, thanks, Terry. It, it, it ain't a hundred years old or anything, but it's 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 it was built in '53 by the previous owner. He was carpenter, and uh, it is solid. It, you know, the humidity runs around thirty percent, thirty thirty five maybe. Um, and I'm just got a question about my roof venting. So on on the east side of the house, these vents. I don't know if they're the, they're probably the intakes. I I don't know. But they're are they in the soffit area. Are they in the eave? Yeah, yeah, they're 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 at the lower part. Yes, yes, by the soffit. Yep, yep, those those are those are your intakes. Okay, and they're about oh shoot, eh, six inches wide by eight inches or so high, and there's one on the north side, one on the south side. Okay, and then on the on the west side of the house, that's where the vent is up towards the peak. Yep. And the, and it's a good size. It's one of, I don't know. You see them in all the older houses. Um, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It's I don't know. It's probably eight inches wide and maybe eight or nine tall. So anyway, um, is that, is that a, like that, a round that, ball on the top of it? No. No. Right. But any anyway, um, I'm just I'm just wondering if that is. Uh, if that's what I would describe, if that seems appropriate. You know, um, I would have to take a look at the exact space. I think what you're describing to me is what uh, what you're going to see. Is this like a story and a half type home? Yes. Um, okay. What I refer to it as, what I refer to it as, is a Cape Cod without the dormers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, that's that's exactly what I was envisioning there. So you probably have what we call gable vents with an with another vent, and, and those can work okay. Um, what I would do is, so a good rule of thumb in the wintertime, especially is, is you're trying to get the attic space to be the same temperature as it is outside. Almost. If you can do that, then you're minimizing your heat loss, which on a story and a half Cape Cod home is, is, is really, really difficult to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a hard deal, but it's, uh, you, you're probably okay. Now, if you're talking about just having – they're in the soffits, not actually in the siding, these vents, there's probably not enough intake if what you're describing to me. And it doesn't sound like one roof vent would be the, the way to go. But if they're the gable vents, a lot of times those are intake and outtake all at the same time in conjunction with one roof vent. All right, Terry. Hope that helped. Terry leaves that line open at 651-461-9226. Here's a text, Andy. Interesting question. Are there advantages of hiring just one contractor to do all of your remodeling or have a number of contractors for each of the rooms, basement, kitchen, bathroom, and so on? What What would you recommend? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm telling you uh, that one, if it's the right contractor, the one point of contact that you have, it can be a lifesaver. And if that guy knows how to work his people or gal knows how to work his people, Denny, 
they're they're that's that they're going to be your best friend if you can find the right contractor and a lot of times you have to be patient for the right contractor play this people that are good at this job aren't looking for work typically they have lead times and some of them are pretty long like my favorite tile guy i'll wait the eight month lead time it takes to get him because when marco shows up Good things happen, Denny. I mean, is 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 he? The dude is a craftsman, an artist when it comes to stuff. He's one of those guys that I tell him, "Here's the room. Do what you want. Make it look good," and he does, <laughs> and people love it. That's great. And, and those are the type of people you wait for. So you find them, you hang on to them, and if you can find one of those in every category, great. Typically, that's hard to do. That's something a general, a good general, will have accomplished for you. Boy, isn't that true? You find somebody that good, uh, yeah. You, you, no matter what the weight is, and and uh, is it the same thing? I mean, what what, what does Linda's do when uh, you know a client says, "Hey, I want this done or that done," and you need like, and we've talked about this before, like a tuck pointer, or or uh, what about uh, drywall uh, these days? I'm sure that's still busy, right? Very, very. And, and, and here's the deal. When we're doing those types of projects, Denny, the, the buck stops with Lindis. So if the tuck point guy does something wrong or the electrician does something wrong or the HVAC guy does something wrong or not the, the, the you know, not they do something wrong or something that the homeowner wants changed, we're going to make that happen for them. So they just have to talk to us and we're going to hold all of our people accountable and work with them to make sure it's the best project that, that, that we can accomplish. So it's the, and we work with these people all the time. And, and, and the majority of our partners that we work with, Denny, they've been our partners for a decade, 15 years, 20 years. Um, sometimes they're second-generation electricians that uh, we've worked with for 30 years uh, on our projects. So these are people that we know and trust. And, 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 and do your research online, too. That's all, all it really takes, some, some due diligence up front, no matter who you're working with, whether it's a bunch of contractors or just one can go a long ways. And I know we've got a couple minutes to go here, but does Lindis, because uh, you, you brought it up in, in past shows, uh, is Lindis kind of, I don't want to say kind of, because you kind of really help train young people to get in the trades, do you not, joining Lindis? As best we can. Um, you know, we, we my brother Alex uh, helped the, the home builder spearhead uh, the, the, the build on Wisconsin uh, event a few weeks ago you can you can look about that on our facebook page but in conjunction with that we've worked with a lot of different community colleges and schools in in the metro area and we actually have a tier program so any young person that wants to come on board we're going to work them through our tier program and at the end of two years which you get paid throughout that two years you should have the ability to run your own crew one that's, more question I mean, we only as have good an education as you can get and and believe it or not, Danny, a lot of these people wearing tool belts are making that seventy to one hundred and ten thousand dollar range, oh, yeah. maybe even more if you're a true craftsman. I mean, that's a that's a really good living. It really is, and and if you have a, a child or a grandchild, uh, you know, test the water. Maybe they he or she would really like to do something like that. Um, I don't know if you've got thirty seconds, Andy. Uh, how much recourse, Texter says, do you have if any, if any? If you hire a contractor to remodel a bathroom and they hire a subcontractor that does horrible work, what kind of recourse? Of recourse. Yeah. yeah. Whoever you uh, have the contract signed with, that's, that's who's responsible. So you, you do have steps that you can take 
to make good and and small claims court is uh, is one of those things that that you can can use to your advantage it costs a little bit of money but if there's truly uh errors in the project and 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 take a look at the contract and how it's written and you might have to get a lawyer involved but usually you should be able to accomplish everything you need to accomplish without that happening with most contractors most no one wants to deal with that stuff no no Andy, uh, always great. Nice to have you back. And uh, let's talk again next week. What do you say next week? Sounds great, Denny. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Andy Lindus, you want to get in touch, as I said, with those good folks at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Get those vet questions next hour. If you have a question about your pet, we're going to be having an hour chat with our friend Dr. Gene Geske, a local veterinarian that you've heard here on CCO in years past. So keep that in mind. And how about this weather? High today near 65 degrees and tomorrow too. Right now, mostly fair skies. CCO temperature reading at 46.